Hello, welcome to Great Minds Don't Think Alike. Uh, I'm Christian. I'm Daniel. I'm Cal. And today we're going to be talking about uh, diagnosis and disclosure, things such as uh, how and when to disclose and what to do when disclosure goes badly um, and how to ensure that disclosure goes well. Um, Later in the show, we'll feature an interview with uh, Max Williams, uh, a very, very talented writer and very, very valued member of the ICANN Network. Please remember to like us on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash greatmindsonsin. And you can follow us on Twitter at, great, at GMDTASIN. Please note we also podcast all our shows, plus special features such as full interviews through our SIN webpage, uh, sin.org.au slash show slash greatmindsdon'ttickalike, separated by hyphens. But first we'll go to a track. You're listening to Great Minds Don't Think Alike on SIN Nation. And now we're going to talk about the importance of diag- of diagnosis or just diagnosis in general and as well as as well as the white right ray to disclose mm, hmm. so i think can can the three of us agree here that uh, personally and, and maybe generally as well that diagnosis brings a sense of clarity and practical understanding that you need in order to 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 live your life i suppose in most basic terms i'm not exactly hmm. sure what you mean by that I, I, I mean, it's it's something important to have because oh, yes. it puts into, it, it just makes everything easier to deal with and easier to manage and it just puts you in touch with reality. It puts it into perspective and mm. it's like, it's a, a lot of people say it's like taking a huge mm. backpack off them. Yes, or I suppose you know, some people like to use the unpacking metaphor. Or there, there, there are various analogies, but um, ha- would, would you agree with that, Cal? Um, mm. For some people it can... It can be a blessing, and for some people it can be a curse. It depends on the person, to be perfectly honest. Um, if they're not in touch with reality to begin with, they might see it uh, see it as, oh, you're labelling me, stop doing that. Because people don't like being told what to do in this day and age, uh, to the point that it almost breeds stupidity. That being said, the importance of diagnosis itself is probably, if you do think something's wrong, you probably should get a diagnosis that's what it's there for. But for me, it getting, getting a diagnosis was, um, even if you're small, whether you're big, getting a diagnosis can, can straighten out a lot of things inside your existence. For example, it can explain a lot of things like your behaviours and how they're different to everybody else's. Um, mm. For me, it's a very logical thing. It's not something, oh my God, I feel better. I'm just like, oh wait, hang on, that's why, that's why I do, do mm. things. When were you diagnosed? I was diagnosed at the age of seven. I think. Okay, so relatively early. Yeah. Like when 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 did your parents disclose it to you? Uh, when I was thirteen or twelve. Okay. So, yeah, and then I was just like, "Oh my god, this explains everything." My, this is mm. why I had little to no friends in primary school. This is why I hung out by myself most of the time, and everyone thought it was weird because I hung out by myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's 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 just a wonderful feeling of like, you, you don't have to worry any. You don't have to sort of blame yourself, I suppose, anymore. You no longer have to wonder why you're different to, you know, you're but different to other kids because you're different to other kids. Then again, like. Mm. Who goes around blaming themselves for what they do? It's it's probably nonsensical. Oh, not well, really. some people do. That's no, the thing. No, it's, it's not nonsensical in, in any way, I'd say. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. If you, if you feel you're doing something wrong, people do blame themselves. If you feel it's wrong. If you don't feel it's wrong, then no, you're not going to blame yourself. That's logical. But 
Yeah. yeah, well, I, I didn't think I was doing anything wrong well, to begin with, that, so that I... That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, who, why would I care? Yeah, that's... And, well, I, and I have it, to say, not not everyone... Th- that is a fantastic attitude to have. Unfortunately, like, uh, that's certainly what I had most of the time. I, I was just sort of... If anything, I was curious why I wasn't like... Why I wasn't behaving like the other children, but I, I never really saw any reason to try and behave like them. Like, no one ever actually convinced me... Okay. Do what you should doing. go play with the other kids. Yeah. Like, go play the kickballs or <laughs> I know. And nuke I just, him or the, yeah. oh, my God, they're throwing a ball at me. I don't like this. Let me, can I go over here now? Yeah. Um, and, and, I, and I just said, why? And, um, and they were never able to supply a good reason other than just, well, it's what the other kids are doing. It's what kids do. Just be a kid. Please be a kid to make our jobs easier. I can't relate to any of that, actually. I, I got diagnosed at five. So, and, and of course... And my parents disclosed it, or at least my mum disclosed it, when I was 10. And uh, But up until then, I was completely oblivious. I mean, I knew that I wasn't exact, I wasn't like the other kids, but I, I just thought every kid was different. Oh, so yeah. it, 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 I, didn't see it, I didn't see it that way at all. I, I, I'd, had, I'd had a lot of kids t- tell me that I was weird, <laughs> except I didn't see that as a bad thing, and I didn't, I didn't think... I just thought, you know, there were weird kids. I didn't... I didn't think I was being received negatively by anyone. And so, and of course, when my mum disclosed it to me, I just heard the term Asperger's syndrome, as she put it, and I just thought, that sounds like a disease. Yeah, that's... It's that's... not a disease, it's a I syndrome. Know. I, know. <laughs> I know, but I was, a, I was a 10-year-old kid, and when you hear a term like that, you think disease. Oh, my God, yeah. I'm yeah. contagious. And, and yes, especially... that's, that's, what I, that's, that's the impression I got. So I decided to ignore it for about five years, believe it or not, until... Mm. Yeah, it wasn't until I was... And then when I was 15, actually, I started denying it until I got re-diagnosed. And it wasn't until two years after that that I actually be- really began to accept it properly. Well, actually, that's not completely true. I did accept it when I was a kid, but I didn't. I refused to learn anything about it. I didn't. I didn't want to know anything about it. I just wanted to let it be. Do you, so. do you, do you feel that you know not learning about that sort of stuff wouldn't have, it wouldn't have formed your character either way? It's just like, oh wow, okay, I don't care. It, yeah. I'm not sure whether I care. <laughs> uh, I I didn't care, but I. It wasn't until I was about 15, and then and 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 16, and then and then 17. It, it was those three years that I really. I, I've got to I've got to admit, ignoring it was a bad thing, it, and not not learning about it. What definitely was a bad thing. I didn't think it was bad at the time, but my awareness didn't really open until I hear, hit about 15. I'd say so. Yes, but when but of course when. It, when I gained the awareness at 15, that was also a bad thing. It it made me very emotionally unstable. It wasn't until I was 17 that I, you know, I actually turned it into a positive or that things actually started to go well or that I really started to accept it. I think, um, I suppose in many ways, like, this doesn't often happen um, but in regards to Australia, but I think I'm actually, I was actually very different to you in, in, in that respect and that you, 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 you rightly saw that every child is different, whereas I just sort of... I I thought of myself as an alien, I suppose, but sort of I, I in a way I think I kind of became addicted to that, like not in a bad way. I was sort of proud of the fact that I was so I at least seemed to be so completely different from any other kid on the planet, all the kids I came in contact with. Well, so you're special. I, yeah. So when I got the diagnosis, it was sort of I, I gained an identity, which was fantastic, but in in the way I also sort of lost it. Like, oh, there are other kids like me. That's interesting. Oh wait, there are other kids like me. I'm not special. I'm not. Uh, well, I'm still special. You're I'm just, special, just I'm, like everyone else. Exactly. <laughs> Oxymoron. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I, I, I'm I, still. 
uh, I'm not a clone of every other uh, mean, member of the human race. I'm just not completely different from them in every conceivable way. Mm. There's a balance. Oh. That that explained a lot to me because it was just like I was going through my primary school years. Everyone was like, "You're special. You're special." I'm like, I don't even know what that means. Mm. Like, what you special in what way? Like special mm. like everybody else? Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they were just like, "Oh wait, hang on. I'm I'm, I'm actually special." I'm not sure whether they were using it as a derogatory <laughs> term. But then yeah. it was just like I, I like when I got into my sort of like my mid-teens I joined the army cadet corps and the first thing they told me is you're not special get down on the we'll be talking yeah. a little bit more about the word special um, in our uh, in the moment when we'll be talking about um, disclosing that diagnosis um, but for now we're going to go to another folk song right, so you're listening to Great Minds Don't Think Alike on Sin Nation with me Christian me Daniel and me Cal Yes. So, so before before the song, we were we were talking about how to receive your diagnosis, and uh, now since we're talking about disclosure, I suppose we're going to be talking about how to, once you've received that diagnosis, how do you then give it to the people that need to know or that you want to know? Um, so I realize I'm actually sort of an extreme case when it comes to this, but I because I pretty much just tell everyone, anywhere, anytime, left, right, and center. I'm I'm one of those people who mentions it very very casually. Um, I don't know if you two or anything like that. What, but how would you describe your, your approach to it? Well, I've changed uh, a lot of, over the years. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable just casually telling people now, and if the topic comes up, I don't, I don't mention it as being, I don't, I don't mention it as an essential part to me if I'm introducing myself to someone or, or they're trying to learn a bit about me. Sure. No, it's just something that I, I might. I might throw an ac- accidentally, almost, you can say. It might not be accidentally, but I'll set it up almost as though it's an accident. When, I was, when it was first disclosed to me, I kind of somewhat, although I saw it although I saw it as a disease, I would sometimes wear it with pride, but mm. I'd pretend that it wasn't pride, even though I wasn't sure if it was anything to be proud of or not. I was, a very, I was very oblivious when I was a kid. Obliv- oblivious to what other people thought of you? Or? Yeah, a- absolutely. Mm. Absolutely, in every way. I see. Cal, um, what's been your approach to disclosure? My approach is to disclose when relevant and not to disclose when it's irrelevant. Because, like, certain people on the spectrum carry, you know, anxiety disorders. And sometimes they can crumble under pressure, yada, yada, yada. The, the, the whole point is if I, if, I, if I have an issue, I'll probably just hide it away because I don't exactly want them to have a negative association with the fact that, you know, I'm different and therefore a risk. But other than that, it was, um, it tended to have the approach later on in some of my late teens to associate it. If, if I did something well and somebody asked me why, I'm just like, no, I'm, I'm just an Aspie. Can't do it that way. Patterning. I can see a pattern. Um, that's, I can um, see all the patterns. Um, that's an interesting point, I, I, actually, because that it, I, I found it a useful way to sort of respond to those compliments that you get that are a little bit awkward like you don't want to say thank you because then the person says oh no no need to thank me it's just a fact so i normally just fall back on you know, like why were you so good at last year why at school um, in, in vc why are you so good at english language and french um and i just sort of roll out uh, because i'm an aspie and they're my obsessions and that's what my brain is specifically why to do um and and, and if i ever feel up myself i just sort of remind them hang on a few years ago you remember how much I was struggling with P, right? Yeah. It's a it's it's a trade off. It's it's not like I'm good at everything. It is a sacrifice. It is. <laughs> yes, and, if, and if your obsession changes in the future, it'll go to something else. 
Yeah, um, who knows so, if it will? Honestly, so yes, you, may, you, you may not, you may not be as good at linguistics as you are now. You know, who knows? Yeah, the future's unpredictable. In, indeed, <clears throat> I yeah, I, I really do think that if yeah, if but you're interested enough in a subject, then you just you hmm. you do well at it. As corny as that sounds, it's true. Yeah, yeah but so my if like my advice to anybody, anybody on the spectrum or anybody with any does any disorder is just disclose it when it's relevant because it's if it's irrelevant then you, all you're doing is just saying something and it becomes trivial and then you know, people just tuck it into the back of their brain and go oh wait hang on that guy's thing I have to remind myself which they don't like doing because again people don't like being told what to do by their own brain but, but in a way I, I, I think if you not so much treat it as a trivial thing but something that's a little bit lighter and just sort of like another part of you that doesn't define it defines you partly but you know it's not your whole character by any means it's just part of your character Many then things. it makes it more approachable for people and it, you know um, it, it makes it easier to try and convince them that it's not a deficit and a disease you know, or you know it's not entirely a uh, it, it, there's nothing wrong with you. It just if you if you're able to talk about it reasonably openly, not constantly, but just an, enough to make it an approachable topic that's a little bit edging on the everyday, but without being trivial. Yeah, it it, it is okay to make it approachable, but you know, the Australian culture is just you know she'll be right, mate, and I don't they don't care about anything heavy, and this might seem to be something heavy, so you have to. Just, you know, lighten up a bit and just yeah. go, oh, wait, yes, um, yes. Um, the reason why I had that nervous breakdown and I sorted everything on the shelves by colour is because, yes, I'm I'm autistic. But, okay? All right, we've got that figured out. Okay, let's can, Maybe can we go back and do our jobs. Though <laughs> be, ca- be careful about phrasing it like I'm autistic because when people hear the word autistic, they tend to think of someone, someone with a severe disability yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. They do, but again, the DSM five can't figure the crap out, so I don't know what yeah. to call it anymore. Um. <laughs> yeah, so it's I know it's it's sort of this this catch twenty two really, isn't it? Because you know we're saying okay, you you just said be wary of using the word autistic to people who don't who aren't sure that they understand it because it's because of its negative associations and its misconceptions. But yeah, how are you supposed to breach those misconceptions without? talking about it so it's yeah it's 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 very very it's a sticky situation well yeah i didn't that that's why i said be careful about it and not don't yeah yeah yeah. of course you can be careful about it i'm just saying Mm -hmm. you you need to lighten it up a bit otherwise people are just going to avoid it at all costs because oh yeah australians don't like heavy conversations i understand i understand that completely so i I think we'll we'll go to another song now you're listening to great minds don't think alike on sim nation this is great minds don't think alike um, you're listening to Sim Nation with uh, me, Christian. Me, Daniel. And me, Cal. And today we're talking about disclosure, disclosure of specifically autism. And we were, before we were talking a, a little bit about, uh, I suppose, the, the methods of disclosure. So, so um, how you go about choosing when, uh, when, when it's appropriate, when it's when it's relevant. Is it relevance is a word that or relevant is a word that came up particularly frequently in that conversation. Um, and it and it can be a rather rather complicated thing, I suppose some, sometimes. But but I suppose after a while you sort of develop it, like a a, a a good sense of it. Somewhere in between telling no one and being ashamed of it, and telling everyone, which is I suppose is what I used to do a few months ago. But now I've just sort of 
pull it back and only bring it up when it's... You calmed down. Yes. <laughs> and, yes, exactly. You're not um, on the rooftops yelling, I'm autistic. Yeah. Hear me <laughs> yes, roar. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That just... Yeah, I, I get that that's over, uh, going overboard now. But mm. um, but, but when I, s- I... I do think that I mention it when it's relevant, but I when, when I say relevant, I, I don't just mean, you know, m- mention it when... When you, if if there's anxiety associated with or for practical purposes of risk management plans or anything like that, like please be mindful, this may happen. Relevant as in, say, if I'm talking to someone about this show, that's a, yeah, that's a link there. That's that's, that's somewhere where it's relevant to just throw it in. Whereas you know, if someone asks you, hey, what did you do on the weekend? Oh, I went swimming. By the way, I'm autistic. Mm-hmm. No link. No, there's no link at all, no. So, yeah, re- relevant relevant in that way, where, it's mm. where it feels natural, where it doesn't just feel like you're jamming it in there just to sort of, mm. you know, show, o- overstate your autistic pride or autistic yeah, acceptance. Yeah, yeah. As I said, I'm autistic. Just remember that. Um, just remember, I'm autistic. I know. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to beat them over the head with it. Um, okay, no. anyway, so, so are we talking about disclosure to family? Were your siblings um, sort of the second people to know after obviously your parents? Oh, sorry, third after you. No, no. How did it go? Well, Mm. obviously my parents knew first. Well, actually, Mm. no. The person who diagnosed me knew first, and then he he disclosed it to my parents. (laughs) And uh, but yes, my parents disclosed it to me five years later in two thousand and three, I think it was, or something like that, and. uh, I remember we were in the car. I was with my two brothers and my mum. My mum was driving. We w- it was it was pissing with rain, and we were coming home from a party. And I don't know. We brought up a, a topic of conversation that led to it, and my mum disclosed it. She was actually talking to my brothers, not me. I just happened to be in the car with them. So did she forget you were there? No, or? no, she, no, no. <laughs> she knew I was there. She was she knew I was there, but she was actually mostly talking to them. Ah. Uh. And so my brothers were confused about it. So were you? Yes, probably at this point. Yeah, I was probably just I was probably even more confused about it than they were. But who knows? So I didn't. I'm not sure that was probably the best way to go about it. Um, I mean, obviously they had to know too, and she she probably preferred it that we all found out at the same time. It's just I didn't I didn't like being spoken to. I didn't like her talking about me to other people in my presence like that. Yeah, yeah fair enough. And I, and I must admit, that's also how I found out. Mm. It was uh, it was when I was in a doctor's surgery, like recovering from a burn, and the doctor wasn't sure if I was hunching over in pain or just sort of stooping over because that's like a partly common uh, sort of mm. asthma po- posture in early mm. childhood. And, my, and so she asked that, and my dad just said, oh, Christian has Asperger's syndrome. That was the first time I'd ever heard that term. Mm. So that was what, you know, later in the car sparked the conversation and, and then my dad, like, his first attempt at the explanation Relevance. was the whole... Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That, yes, that tell, tell, tell the doctor. Mm. God damn it. Yeah, that, that's relevant. Mm. Um, but it's, yeah, it, 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 again, it's like having, hearing yourself being talked about while you're in the room and, and that's the first time you hear the term mentioned. It's, uh, I don't know if there's really an well, optimal I, way of I, disclosing it's, it. It's awkward. awkward. Christian, inside your case, I don't think there's there there was a particular um, any heinousness to it. They weren't referring to you out of like they're good. I have to tell the doctor because you know he's the one administering like things to you. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. I, I I should say that yeah. I I didn't think that was no. I'm I'm not saying that was a terrible way of doing it. I'm 
I'm just saying it was it, look at it wasn't it wasn't even that bad, but it was it was just on the you know on the subject of the you know unusual ways in which you might find out. But but I'm actually grateful that that did happen because it was a very sensible um, thing you know thing to well, disclose at that time, and it's also what sparked the conversation later um, about what it is. And I think once I had the term, it, it was actually like some people have mixed feelings towards. Like a you know a, a name for it, a label, but for for me the label just sort of made it. It was, it was something to it's something a little bit concrete to hook hold of the. Oh, you're different. Well, you're not really different. You're special. Or everyone's special. You're working in different ways, but everyone thinks differently. Yada yada yada. Mm. Um, it was something a little bit more concrete to sort of attach that yeah. to in my I, head. I will just mention that w when my mum disclosed it to me, I. I remember she brought up an example that they noticed when I was in prep, and that was there was a bean bag, and the teacher couldn't get me away from it. I'd keep leaving my leaving my my table and my schoolwork to go line the bean bag, and apparently they thought I was hiding from anything that was confronting, and she that like they thought maybe the schoolwork was confronting. I didn't know what to do, so I was hiding from it. Now, when my mum mentioned that as an example, I, I remembered what she was talking about, and I just thought, no, I wasn't hiding from anything. I just, I would keep going back to the bean bag because I it was really comfortable. I just really liked the bean gag. It was comfortable, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I think... <laughs> Having a session with the bean bag. Hmm. Yeah, that's 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 probably a, an, another important thing, you know, with, mm. with disclosure is, uh, you know, actually, if the autistic individual is the one to explain it themselves, it's, it's much, much better because... It's it's I I I, th I think we all probably have a story about something that's the behavior of ours that's been misinterpreted by someone thinking that oh you know you were either uh, you were either hiding when you because you were confronted when you weren't actually confronted or um, like th something as simple as a therapist thinking that I that my nails were chewed when you know no they were uh, you know out, out of nervousness when really they no they were picked just because I was sort of OCD and I didn't really like the thickness of the nail whatever it's like. Or um, you know, thinking that I I'm, I'm silent in class and not putting my hand up because I know the answer, but I'm too shy to say it. When really, no, I'm just I don't either. I don't actually know the answer. I'm just sort of keeping up with the conversation, but not being rude. It's just that I'm a, little, a few steps mm. behind in terms of the processing. Mm. And not not to mention, in often often in primary school, the person who always puts their hand up is is then made fun of as a know-it-all. Yes. Um, <laughs> Oh, you know, teacher just sort of, well, yeah, this is a bit, bit of a tangent here, but um, hand, hands up a lot on, on, the, on, the subject of, on the subject of autism. I think, you know, ha hands up, it's, this is one of the reasons why it's important to disclose it at, at you know, mm. schools in particular. It's, it's a very practical place because mm. you might think that the child is not, that the student is not understanding anything throughout the lesson. Um, when really it might just be that it's a, sort of one of those confusing lessons where it's half hands up, mm. half not, and you don't want to speak out because you're afraid you might interrupt, but you don't want to put up your hand because if you're the only one putting up your hand, you feel stupid. Mm. So it's things like that where it's you know it's your your um your actual understanding and level of understanding mm. of the material is it's not being properly I, measured. It's odd that, that you'd say you felt stupid when you're the only one putting up your hand when people would interpret that as you being the only one who knew the answer and therefore smart. Oh no yeah, no 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 yeah uh, yeah. Well, it, people people have to understand this. When you have an autistic individual, um, the chances of them finding out that they're autistic if they don't know infinitely approaches one as time goes by. And to put it inside a um, a beautiful mathematic graph, it's not exactly a hyperbole, but it it approaches one at some speed from the time that they're a small cretin running around and being by themselves. Yeah. But inside their mind, they're just like, I don't care. 
I was I was diagnosed at the age of 10, so I, I suppose the process was actually very, very quick. It was diagnosis at 10, finding out at 11, and um, between 11 and 12, between mm. 11 and like 12 and, uh, sorry, 11 and 13 mm. was really the period where I was actually coming to terms with it, and sort of going through those stages of being being okay with becoming part of a club, not not seeing it as Daggy having this name, but you know, but actually realizing that um, this is something that I have in common with many people, but it doesn't mean that they're all clones of each other. So what I, what I was speaking about before, mm. but really, I, I I suppose I I was I'm very very lucky to have such such supportive and s- such supportive parents and people who are able to you know, explain it so so well to me and just to sort of mm. even when I didn't know I was autistic autistic um to just instill that that acceptance of myself within me uh right from the beginning so it it was i was lucky enough to get to the stage when i was 13 of of being able to deliver a speech in front of the year level about about asperger's i was i was confident enough to you know do that huge disclosure but it wasn't I didn't just deliver that speech just, you know, for the sake of letting everyone know and for the attention of yeah, it. So fair enough. I thought it was it was relevant um, because there was some, l- you know, relatively light bullying that was starting up at the beginning of Year 7, and basically after having to endure that in primary school, I really could not... I did not have the patience to go through that again. I just didn't have it in me, so I just wanted to nip it in the bud with the, that speech at the end of the year, and it, and it did... Um, that was very short-lived bout of bullying. Okay, that's funny. My mum my didn't make me understand it at all when she disclosed it. I was very still very confused by it, but I wouldn't say that's her fault because she, she then tried to help me understand mm. it, but I would just re- I just refused because I wasn't interested. <laughs> I guess it's, it's so difficult with parents with, mm. um, because it's, especially when the diagnosis is that... Oh, wait, when, sorry, when were you diagnosed again? Five. Five. Okay, so no, the diagnosis almost six. Yeah, well, well but but, it, but even so, if, you know, it, it takes more than it can take many people more than a few years to actually mm. come to understand themselves. So it's very difficult. Mm. I understand as a as a parent mm. to explain it with any kind of certainty towards your mm. to, to your children if you're still sort of figuring it out yourself. It it took me about a couple of months to actually learn as much as as much as I currently know, believe it or not, mm. because it it became an obsession when I was in early on in year eleven which was a big turning point for me. After that, my grades improved. I toured Europe for four weeks without my parents present, and so, but okay. although with a group of people. So that was a, yes, it was an, it was an upward spiral from there on. And uh, it's- That's weird, dance spirals are usually considered to be downward. I said upward, so yes. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's yeah, deep, just, deep, just, just a use of idiom. Um, <laughs> the things autistic people sometimes notice. <laughs> anyway. We'll go to another song now. You're listening to Great Minds Don't Think Alike on Sin Nation. Sort of rounding out, I suppose, our discussion of disclosure in terms of autism. Talking about the how's good, the yeah, do's and don'ts, I suppose. Yes, the, the how's good it done bad. badly and how's it done well? Yeah, success story has the disaster issues. story. Mm. Yes, as they're called. So, mm. um, why don't we start with the positives? What, 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 what's been one of the one of the most successful instances of disclosure that you've had, Cal? Probably because probably with a couple of my best mates. Um, basically, I, I didn't I didn't tell a lot of people for a long time. Even though I, you know, I, I experienced some bullying during primary school, and I think somebody found out because they were calling me a retard over and over again. 
which wasn't nice. Um, and I find I finally realized what that was when they, my mom actually just told me when I was going to high school and just like they were yeah they were being mean. Yeah, basically we I was I think I was at one of my mates' house or my mates was ever at my house or something was going on. Um, and because you know autistic people tend to gel very well together with you know only very couple few people he described me as weird once and i'm just like oh that's probably because i'm autistic and he just turned around and said hang on wait what <laughs> like yeah i'm gonna ask you i'm just like oh okay do you want to go play video games I'm like, yes <laughs> yes let's do that <laughs> i quite like that actually like it's hmm. sort of there's, it's, it's it's much better than sort of trying to awkwardly make a comment to another. Oh, you're an SP. Yeah, it, it, it's almost like Ooh. it didn't matter. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> okay, that was a hell of a lot easier than I thought. <laughs> Surprises you sometimes, as a, 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 especially if it's a, yeah, um, you know, with with a friend, it's it's very different to someone that you don't that's more sort of an acquaintance. But sometimes your acquaintances do actually surprise you with their knowledge of autism, or their or at least their connections to autism. Like, oh yeah, my my nephew has that. I I'm really you know quite familiar and okay with that it's not such a bizarre thing like you, you expect them to be one of those people who go oh, autistic okay so like rain man um but but they're they're actually they they pleasantly surprise you sometimes the people that you just sort of mm. know on a casual basis or you know not, not <laughs> too you, well you just stare at you and go do i look like rain man yeah. i'm yeah. sorry but i'm i'm articulating inside inside a way that suggests yeah. that Maybe I'm not him. <laughs> Although I, I, I think I, uh, I, I must say maybe the, the even more annoying in terms of the stereotypes, uh, like the movie references, the more annoying thing to disclose is the Tourette's, and I don't often have to disclose that. It's just like when someone says, "No, this is my frequent blinking that sometimes happens," and like thinks that, you know, I might not be feeling well or I might be having mm. a little mini episode or whatever, and I say, "Oh no, no, it's because I have Tourette's." I'm like, oh, but you don't swear. Uh, uh-huh. It's not a yeah. <laughs> there, there are several different kinds of yes, Tourette's because they can clash inside different parts of your brain, and the most common one is just into the language part. Mm. So you yeah. immediately go swear word, swear word, swear word. <laughs> I wasn't. I'll admit. I'll admit. I was similarly ignorant. There was a guy who I couldn't stand at my high school year level during my early high school years, and of of course he was he. I, he was very rude at the time, mm. and he was a real try-hard. Like he'd always try to look cool. Yeah. And part of his, part of his way of getting attention was by grunting constantly, very oddly. I, and I just said to him, you know, I'm not going to name. I said, you know what, you look like someone who has Tourette's. And, and when he when you did do that, have and, Tourette's. And, 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 and then he says to me, hang, hang on, isn't Tourette's about swearing? I thought, oh, okay, I was yeah. similarly ignorant, but he was more ignorant. <laughs> oh, it would have been more awkward if you actually did have Tourette's. You're just like, oh my god, I'm a terrible person. I'm, I'm just gonna go over here and commit Sudoku. Or, yeah, all, all I meant to say was, you know, you don't look cool by doing that. I, I don't know anything about looking cool either, but I know that that doesn't make you look cool. It just makes you look like someone with if, a problem. If, if you know not, if if you know not what cool is, then how can you have a concept of what is cool? Well, no, Grunting no, no. might be in this season. Well, it's just I could I could tell that he was not well liked. He thought he was he thought he was a cool kid, but he wasn't. I could tell that a lot of people didn't like him. Uh, it's yeah. It doesn't take it doesn't take a huge knowledge of social rules to to figure that out. Right. Well, so, I. Yeah. I just just sort of on that I suppose a little bit with what I thought your story um, might, might have been going with there 
I, I, I do find that one of the things very irritating is when you disclose to someone then mm-hmm. like a few days later the the, mo- the um sort of like the first big result of that is they feel the need to go overboard with excusing you for things. Yes. Like in a very yes. patronizing way. Like, you know, it's 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 one thing to say you know, to just sort of say, oh, oh, all right, you didn't understand, you didn't pack up on that social cue, but that's because you, that that's, doesn't really come to you as naturally. So, okay, like, you know, that's not your preferred way of communicating. But, you know, to then go from that to, like, the sort of, uh, like, conversations I've overheard, or not really overheard, but have deli- been, been delivered to me third hand, which is, like, you know, it's uh, people in the year level below me speculating <laughs> about my sexuality. Um, and one person said, like, do you, do you know if Christian's gay? And they went, shh, he has Asperger's. It's like, wh- what? <laughs> yes. Then it then it's just so um, sh- it's it's almost like like oh wait hang on you get some an Aspie gets incredibly angry and punches a wall and then it's just like oh wait you should forgive him for that because he has Asperger's no he didn't punch the wall because he has Asperger's he's punched the wall because he's angry yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there was a similar thing where someone another Aspie who was two years above me during a house assembly uh, that was an assembly between between the people in the house group that you're assigned to in in the highest my high school at least. He lost his temper and he, he threw a chair during the assembly and then and then stormed out of the room, which was awkward. And then and then a lot of people in the next science class came over to me and said, "Oh my God, I know that that guy, that guy has the same condition you have. You're not going to do that, are you?" And I thought, seriously, uh, mate. Yeah. When have I ever done that? <laughs> no, I mean, I've lost my temper before. It's on a, often in an over the top manner. But when have you but. Losing your temper and throwing a chair and storming out of the room is not specific to to Asperger's. No, but it's 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 not, and it, you can't you can't mm. always just excuse that sort of behaviour using Asperger's because you know some people you know some people might just seem sort of aggressive at least socially because or you know annoying or whatever or in, insensitive I think is the biggest one, but but it's really just sort of a, a manifestation of their Asperger's that is misleading. But mm. sometimes they might just be. An unpleasant, angry, rude, selfish person who it's just so happens to also be autistic. It's just patronizing because it's mm. just like you're not examining the real reasons why I might be feeling this way. Like, again, going back to punching a wall. Yes. Um, if I'm going to punch a wall, you've probably driven me over the edge and I can't control my anger. Well, you're, ang- you're just angry about something. Yes, I'm yeah. just angry about something. Everybody gets angry. Yeah. Mm. Um, if you push someone to... Everybody has their breaking point. I don't punch a wall because I, I have Asperger's. I punch the wall because I'm angry. It's not... Mm. Those two yeah. are not conducive of each other. You need to examine the reasons why I'm doing things. So ha- this is one of the reasons why mm. disclosure needs to be followed mm. by, a, you know, at least a check of their understanding. If and if you think that they're, you know, they s- it needs further explanation, you need to give them that. Otherwise, yeah. you might think, all right, I'm autistic. You're okay with that, right? Uh, yeah. And, and then a few weeks later, they come out with something totally ridiculous, like the sort of things we've been discussing. But yes, so, sorry, Daniel. Well, I mean, well, mm. people between the age of twelve and sixteen mm. aren't likely to are likely to have a very a very superficial and very shallow opinion on it, so you'd expect that from people that age. So, I'd find. But yeah, I, I, I suppose you can you can sort of allow make allowances for age, but mm. but, but but it's but still, still still annoying. Mm. But like, here's mm. the thing: this is this is where the timing of disclosure is probably relevant because if they don't know you're you if they don't know you're autistic, they're going to blame it down to anger. Or something like that. They're going yeah. to they're going to see 
you know, it's situation for what they really are, but if you disclose to them, they're just going to blame everything for the first, like, three weeks on that. And I'm just mm. like, no, it's not how this works. I'm just, like, my brain's just different. It's not, like, it's still a human brain, and it still functions like one. Mm. But it's why it's, it's a bit differently. It's why exactly. it's why differently. And uh, though, mind you, I will, I will uh, in in defense in defense of these people, I will say that most people can't recognise that I'm an Aspie nowadays when I'm calm or in a good mood. But no, it, I do find that when I am stressed, or or in a really bad mood, or just or just plain angry, a lot of a lot of my traits do come back. They do become more obvious. But like yeah, like like here's the thing. This goes back to. Like when it, my probably my second best story of disclosure is um, the fact that um, when uh, when I disclosed to to basically again it was the same case I think it was I think I was inside internet chat room playing with my mates and uh, like I'm autistic and the guy just yeah, the, the, the three of the guys on the other other end of the line like who were really good mates of mine just said no you're not stop 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 mm. stop doing that you're not like mm. you're just not. I'm sorry, but if you are, my brother is as well, and mm. I know he's not. And I'm just like, um, okay. And again, <laughs> it was good because it became absolutely relevant because mm. they just like they didn't see me any differently. It was just like, like they they could tell that that. Oh, uh, I guess they could tell at the time I was using it as sort of like self derogatory, um, right? So mm. Sort of thing. So they're just like, you don't need to do that. I don't. Uh, first of all, I don't care because you just. Cal, I, I've learned to live with that. Um, um, and B, it's irrelevant because I know what you are. Mm. And <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, I think time time for another folk song now. Actually, uh, this is Great Minds Don't Think Alike. You're listening to Sim Nation. Uh, this is Great Minds Don't Think Alike. You're listening to Sim Nation. All right. Uh, well, uh, sadly, that is all we have time for today on uh, Great Minds Don't Think Alike. But we've had a really, really very, very stimulating, I think, useful discussion about uh, the do's and don'ts of disclosure and the importance of receiving a diagnosis and the best ways in which you can give it out to other people. Um, please remember to like us on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash greatmindsonsin. You can also follow us on Twitter uh, at GMDTASYN. We also podcast all of our shows, plus special features like full interviews through our SIN webpage on www.sin.org.au slash show slash great minds don't think alike separated by hyphens and stay tuned into SIN Nation for Unlabeled. You were with me, Daniel. Me, Christian. And me, Cal. Thanks very much for having us.